Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Anne welcoming you to another live channeling episode with Dr. Catherine May. Uh, Dr. May has uh, been a live channel for Mother, Father, God, and other cosmic masters. And today uh, we will be hearing from Mother, Father, God, Jesus, Ananda, and for the first time, Prime Creator. So this is going to be a very exciting experience here. And um, just to acquaint some of our new folks as to uh, the background of Dr. May, who is a practicing clinical psychologist. She's been in private practice in New York City and the Hudson Valley area for 35 years. So uh, she's quite well known in the East Coast area. And uh, over a period of 20 years, as she wrote this wonderful book, Who Needs Light? Um, As she was writing this book, uh, uh, Catherine developed a radically new kind of visual centering technique that uh, has really helped hundreds of clients, um, helped them rework uh, neurological brain channels and get them where they they should be, I guess. It's hard for me to explain. (laughs) I am not not the... uh, um, psychologist here, but it it allowed people to actually see life from a much better position, a more positive p- position, and more presently oriented. And you can see, to get an idea of her visual centering technique, you can see it on YouTube. Um, just take a look at visual centering, and you'll see Dr. Catherine May there. But uh, it's her spiritual approach to social and uh, developmental issues, a treatment. She has developed a treatment method that that gets people um, away from anxiety and depression and helps them resolve personal issues or family relationship struggles. So um, you can go to her website. Her website is whoneedslight.org. And when you go there, do what I did. The first time I went to Dr. May's website, I couldn't get away. It is, uh, it, it, first of all, the very statement, when God pinched my toe, had me hooked. And uh, once I started reading, and there's also a, a menu item up at the top um, that says uh, channeled information, and you can start as Dr. May started. And it's just an uh, evolving uh, saga of information that is exactly what each of us need in preparation for these uh, exciting days ahead. We need all the balance and knowledge that we can get. So I highly recommend going to whoneedslight.org, O-R-G, and treat yourself, as many of us had, to the entire repertoire of her messages as they evolve evolve from day one. Um, They're just wonderful. So with that, um, Dr. May has been asked by Spirit to serve 
um, is the official voice of Father, Mother, uh, Mother, Father, God. And uh, she gets four messages a week, one of which is this Wednesday message, which is live. Uh, we're all going to hear it for the first time together. And the other three messages are posted, and you'll also find uh, a page that um, I, I am Anne DeHart, and I manage two websites, uh, hollowearthnetwork.com, which has many thousands of subscribers all over the world, and uh, the sister site, which is Earth Ascends. And on Earth Ascends, you will see Mother, Father, God. I've devoted an entire page just for uh, Dr. May's messages, and they're all posted there as well as the recorded messages. So with that, I would like to turn this over to Dr. May, and we're all going to sit back and enjoy this very valuable information that's on its way to us now. Oh, thank you, Anne. My, what a heroic introduction that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated with what you said. <clears throat> and anyway, people, you need to know Anne DeHart. And it's no accident that Anne was named Anne DeHart, Anne of the Heart, because she is. So I've never known anyone who had a more appropriate name. Mm-hmm. So her websites are also fascinating and much more aesthetically pleasing than mine. <laughs> so she's going to give me some lessons on web design. But in the meanwhile, her the information on her websites are just is just fascinating as well. So and also, did you mention the call? I don't think you did. On Saturday, Anne does a fascinating conference call with Zora of Hollow Earth. So you can find that listed on her website, too. Okay, so I think that covered... Oh, yes, I meant to announce that I'm doing... I have three workshops coming up. One in New York City on May 25th, Saturday, um, which will be a like a six-hour workshop. And anyone who's within the New York area can go to my website and click on there and sign up. Um, I will be doing one in upstate New York in Canandaigua at a nice little retreat center named Gossamer Woods. And that will be on June 8th. And all of these will have individual sessions around them as well. And then uh, June 13th to 15th, I'll be in Edmonton, Alberta, doing... um, a large uh, group presentation there on Friday night and also some visual centering workshops. So it's going to be a busy month coming up. Okay, so we've been told that tonight it'll be Mother, Father, God first, and then I think uh, Jesus, Sananda next, and Prime Creator. So... Of course, they can always change their minds about who wants to come first or what they want to talk about, but I have no idea what the discussion will be about tonight, so I'm looking forward to hearing as well. So I'm going to just step aside. Are you getting, 
need a little time to, for just a minute, Catherine. Uh, we'll give no, you. No, I'm a, ready. You're set. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm then set. we will let you just proceed, and I. Uh, we know that the next voice that we're going to hear will be Mother, Father, God. Hello, dear children. It's a pleasure to be here again. We really enjoy these Wednesday night calls. And it's fun to listen to Anne do her introduction and greet people as well. She is known as, for Hollow Earth Network, is Hen. And our Anne is known as Mother Hen. So I think you can see why, because of her warmth and her welcoming voice, she is so good at this. So it's a pleasure to be here. Now, it has been quite an eventful time the last week or so. We know that you all were listening to the hearings, the citizens' hearings. We know that you were on the edge of your chairs, hoping to see the disclosure, hoping to see the decloaking of the spaceships that Ashtar had mentioned would be happening. And we know that there were some disappointments when the ships didn't appear over the press club building. However, we've explained, and and if you've been reading the blogs, you know that Prime Creator has explained that although it's very difficult for us to describe to you the interplay between the circumstances on planet Earth and our participation in this process, it's very difficult for us to explain to you because it is so intricate. And there are so many variables involved, it would give any of your computers on planet Earth a headache. So we can tell you that we have access, all of the cosmic um, uh, committees have access to very powerful computers that can... Uh, that can analyze and measure enormous, enormous amounts of information. And that is partly the way that this process is being overseen. We know we can see who's emanating light. It's clear to us. We can see how much light is emanating from the planet, but we can also measure it. And that gives us an added uh, source of information. And I'm sure when you come to to higher dimensions, you are going to be delighted, some of you, who are the, what do you call yourselves, the geeks? Those of you who are interested in computer technology, well, you're going to be very surprised when you discover what kind of technology exists in the universe. So 
let us just reassure you the process is continuing. You're doing well. This, we understand that many of you are impatient, but let us remind you, impatience is a quality that you need to work on. And you know we devise strategies and tests and challenges for you, which you have requested us to do. And those challenges and tests are many of them designed to help you learn forbearance, to help you learn patience, to help you be able to see beyond today, beyond tomorrow, beyond next year, to see your place in the universe, to see your story as it has unfolded over the eons for many of you. So we are not the only ones who think in terms of millennia. You're capable of that too. And of course, you see things around you, you see people suffering and you see poverty. And you think, we should put a stop to that immediately. And why don't we? Well, dear ones, you all knew before you came here that this is what planet Earth is. This is why planet Earth is the most respected training ground for souls. This is why you came here, because you were courageous, because you were daring, and because you wanted to evolve, and you wanted to do it in a big way. And that's why you're all here. You didn't have to come here, you know. This is a very special assignment. There's a waiting list. I'm sure you didn't know that. It's a privilege to come to planet Earth. Even the most mundane, poverty-stricken life is in great demand here. Because it's known far and wide as the proving ground. And those ascended masters and enlightened beings who have made a name for themselves because of their wisdom, their calm, even-handed, intelligent approach to their duties, have all had their turn at life on earth just as you're doing now. So, this is the time, dear ones. This is the time for you to overcome what what we heard Prime Creator say, which, which offended some of you, I think, when he called planet Earth a hot mess. I think he was teasing you, of course. But part of that is your tendency to be demanding and impatient. You think that, well, we can't blame you. Your training has convinced you of this, that that God is the all-powerful controller who 
who causes things, everything to happen. Well, this simply is not true. We don't cause everything to happen. You have a tremendous effect on what happens on planet Earth. Everyone who's there does. So this is a, has been a co-creation from the beginning. We don't control and manage and throw lightning bolts and strike people dead and and manage and arrange and punish. We do not. We'll repeat this every week if necessary, but we do not. In fact, we are far more patient, far more tolerant than you are. We have compassion for your struggles, but we know, just like a parent who tries to prevent every fall that a child might look like they're going to get into, well, if we did that, you would never learn anything. And then you'd have to be doing these lifetimes over and over again. So we have learned, hands off. Just as any good parent, any good teacher will do, we let you learn. And one of the things that you truly need to work on now, because of your genetics, because of of the way you have been raised, you must learn patience. Now, we aren't going to tell you that every single person on the planet must learn to be tolerant and patient. That would not, obviously, would not work because there's always someone who doesn't get it or who slips. So that's not the rule. You're all learning together. And because of how difficult it is on planet Earth, this heavy dimensional experience, Everyone who comes there feels the difficulties, feels the emotional pressure. Even the highest of our ascended masters experience life on planet Earth as difficult. We understand that. It's not easy for anybody. So we don't demand that we don't demand perfection of you while you're there. We see it as a great triumph when anyone is able to come out of a difficult childhood, pick themselves up and brush themselves off, and learn to live in their hearts. That's the challenge. And that's what we respect and admire in our children. The ones who are able to stand up and smile, look around them, and proceed with their lives with an open heart. Anyone who can accomplish that has accomplished a triumph. And we don't mean that you have to do it every minute of every day, but if you have been able to hold on to your heart, if you've been able to feel what others feel, if you can look around you and feel compassion, for your brothers and sisters, you have triumphed. To us, that is 
miraculous. And most of you have done that. So, yes, there are some who are making the news by beating their chests or behaving badly. There are always a few. But the worst of the dark ones have been taken aside. So their their most intense influence has been reduced. But there are still many of you who who have learned those ways, who have absorbed the propaganda, who have felt the anxiety and the stress. Look how many times in one day people use the word stress. Is your life really stressful? Of course not. There's no such thing. Unless you're facing a tiger, unless there's a bus bearing down on you and you're in the middle of the street, there's no reason to feel stressed. That's a that's a trick that the cabal have played to get everybody to work harder for them. Well, many of you are waking up about that. In fact, I think there are going to be people leaving their jobs on Wall Street by droves. You'll see. They don't advertise it. But many people are really just tired of the old ways. You who are listening, of course, are on the forefront. You saw this coming long ago. But there are others waking up, many Many are awakening, and it is a pleasure. Now, we're not going to speak for Prime Creator. That will be later. We just want to assure you, we see you, you're doing well. And of course, Ashtar was crestfallen that he did give the the indication that he would be definitely be doing that decloaking any day now and of course whenever we do that it's a bad idea because we cannot predict the exact moment it's not that we're holding out on you it's that we don't know either And, of course, we've learned more patience than you have, so it doesn't hurt us the way it hurts you. But this is where we encourage you. Practice your godlike skills. Learn patience, because it will all evolve as it was promised. And when it does, you will be delighted. Now, we have dear Sananda here, and he's going to talk with you as well. Perhaps between Sananda and Prime Creator, they can tell you the story and maybe make it clearer to to all of you how we work together. 
what our places are in the evolving story of planet Earth. So we've had some questions about that, and I think that will be on the top of everyone's mind. Who are these people, and what do they do? And why are they here talking to us? And what are they going to say about their work? Well, let's see. Let's see what they have to say. Now, we're going to turn this back over to our dear Anne and let her come and talk with you for a moment while we let Catherine make her transition. And she will bring in Sananda to talk with you next. Now, Anne, are you on the line? I am. I'm right here, um, here to thank you so much for the reassurance uh, that we all needed to know. And as we re-listen to this call, um, I'm sure that we will feel even better about our the part that we are to play to make this go smoothly. So thank you so much, Mother, Father, God. And uh, we're standing by now, and the next voice that we will hear will be Sananda. Hello. Yes, this is I, Sananda. I haven't talked with you for a while. You've had some very exciting calls here, I know. Our friends St. Germain and Ashtar and Sanat Kumara have all been here. We like coming here to talk to you because it's such a welcoming forum. There are so many of you listening. It warms our hearts to see. You know, when I was there on on planet Earth, I don't think I ever had as many people listening as we have listening to this call. So this is a real pleasure. Now, let's see what I can tell you. That will help you along this path. Mother, Father, God were right about the patience issue. Humankind, this particular subtle different, subtly different human strain that is humankind on planet Earth. You are a mixture. You're a mixture of wonderful, powerful, creative, and sometimes dangerous genetics. I don't need to tell you that. You've seen the history of wars on your planet. You've seen the volatile relationships, the intensity As Prime Creator said in his messages, it is part of your charm. It is also what makes life on planet Earth such a challenge. Nowhere else can you make a contract 
to live a lifetime in a body that will be more challenging than this. Because of this volatile mixture of creativity and passion, conviction, emotion, and intelligence. It's truly a remarkable combination, but one that has taken eons for all of you to learn how to manage. Even our oldest masters, when they come to earth, say, whoa, this is tough stuff. I know that. I know how hard it was. I know how my Mary Magdalene, my mother, my father, they were wise, old souls. And I know how painful and difficult it was for them. I know how difficult it is for all of you. But I want to try and show you the picture, the picture of hope, the picture of what's possible for you. That was why I came in the first place, to encourage compassion and love, tenderness, sensitivity toward one another. It is possible for you You have a number of Ascended Masters among you now who are wonderful models for this ability to be sensitive and kind always. They're steadfast. They're sincere. They're loyal. And they're filled with love. It can be done. Patience is not something that's only possible for people who are uh, on some sort of psychiatric drugs, as you call them. (laughs) You can be happy, you can be calm, and you can be loving. You all have it in you. You are being tested. You're being tested this week. We're aware of that. These are some of the hardest tests. When you've been promised something you want so badly and it's just out of reach, it makes some of you frantic. And that's when you need to apply your knowledge. That's when you need to practice your skills. To create a space for yourself in the center of your brain where you are the commander of your fate, where you are the one who decides what your feelings and your emotions and your behavior, all of your actions and all of the words that come out of your mouth are under control of the one who is 
what you call I or yourself. So yourself is the one you can rely on. Yourself is the one who understands your soul connection. Now that brings us to a brief description of this hierarchy that we've we've uh, suggested tonight to give you a little sense of how we work together. As you know, I have been called the Son of God and that I am and that you are the sons and daughters of God. I was chosen to come at a particular time to teach God's message. I had a bit more of a connection at the time. My memory was better. The veil was lifted for me a bit more than most of you have experienced. So in that regard, I did have a bit of an edge. But now, all of you are experiencing something similar. The veil is being lifted. You now have the knowledge and the connection to Mother, Father, God that I had. It's a powerful connection indeed. It allows you to feel the unconditional love and warmth that is being sent to every single one of you. I felt it when I was there. I feel it now. It was what kept me going. It's what sustained me through the difficult times. And it's what will sustain you. All of you on this call, all of you listening, all of you who read the messages are in a special place. You have access to that deep connection through your souls to your heart, through your heart to your souls to Mother, Father, God, and beyond to Prime Creator. Now, I was the one who was chosen, who volunteered, of course, to be, well, let's see, in your terms, maybe I would be called the CEO who came to planet Earth to organize and make possible this ascension process, which, of course, began long ago, long before I came 2,000 years ago, long before you started reading these messages about ascension, it's been in the works. It is a complex and fabulous process. And as you know, it also includes your Gaia, whose consciousness is very much a part of this process as well. 
her feelings, her development has very much been taken into account as one of the variables. And as each one of you on this planet is included in all those variables, there are also cosmic elements involved. We cannot possibly explain it all to you any more than your then your weatherman can explain to you what a hurricane is and how it, where it comes from. They can show you when it ends up someplace, some of the variables and how they work, but they can't possibly explain it all to you. It would take a thousand years. This is where we ask for your faith. And this is why we talk to you, as we do now, so that you can feel what we feel, which is love and hope, great hope. We know this will happen. We know it's been a long road. And many of you have been involved in earlier times when we were pushing the just as you are now to carry this boulder up the hill, to push it over the top of the hill, we've been at this a long time. When I came 2,000 years ago, I was hoping we could bring it closer then We weren't able to do it then, but you're doing it now. So to you, 2,000 years may seem like an eternity. To us, it's a glorious time, and it doesn't matter how long it took. It's a wonderful sight to behold, and the love we see growing between and among you who are joining in this process. You write to each other. You send each other notes. You celebrate together. You laugh together. You reassure each other. You sometimes get angry, and then someone else will say, now, it's okay. Don't worry. This is going to happen. And then everybody feels better. It's a wonderful process. Now, let me just say, in terms of my relationship with Mother, Father, God, and with all of you and their relationships to each other, it has been said that Mother, Father, God are the consciousness of planet Earth. That would be that would be an interesting way of putting it. But somehow it seems too impersonal. Because I feel Mother, Father, God's love as you do. So consciousness doesn't really quite capture the essence of who they are, of the creation that is our life 
that is our experience here. I can say that we experience each other as beings just as you do. We experience Prime Creator as the powerful original energy, the one who began this creation process, who, well, you know the the physics involved. That energy cannot be created or destroyed. Well, Prime Creator is the one who began this wonderful creative process of arranging and rearranging and imagining and envisioning. So everything changes in the universe. Everything evolves and nothing changes. You'll learn more about that when you come to higher dimensions. It'll all seem much easier then. I can tell you that I look to these wonderful beings, these loving, creative beings, as you do. as brilliant masters, as creators, as parents, as love. And in some ways you are to me as I am to them. You are to each other as the other masters here who are helping you are to me. We're friends. We love each other like brothers and sisters. We have our twin flames who are the love of our hearts, our companions throughout eternity. This is the sensibility that we wish to teach you the sense of trust and love, happiness at being together, challenge at creating something together that is magnificent, that is terribly difficult, and that is astonishing in its newness, in its Impossibility. It is a possible impossibility that we are creating here together. And every single one of you is a part of it. And now, I bow to honor our prime creator, And I'm going to say namaste.
to all of you and allow Prime Creator to come and speak with you for the first time and for the first time in person, I believe, anywhere. Now, dear Anne, I turn this over to you so that Catherine can make her transition and she will then bring Prime Creator to speak with everyone. Namaste, all. Namaste, Sananda. With great gratitude and open hearts as you're teaching us, um, we are learning patience and love and understanding and creativity. And it was so important to understand the hierarchy that you just explained and the the true beingness of these uh, those who um, created all that we see today. So thank you again. Uh, we're giving Catherine just a few minutes to um, adjust her frequencies. And as Sananda just told us, we will be hearing live for the first time ever a direct communication from Prime Creator. And I'm going to turn this over now. The next voice that you hear will be Prime Creator. Blessings, children. What an interesting day this is. What a challenge. You are, all of you. What a challenge you have taken on. Yes, you did receive some messages for me. You might think I was being a little tough on you. But I think you also heard my jokes, my amusement, and my pleasure. And pleasure it is. I cannot explain to you what it's like to be in my place except to remind you, those of you who have been parents, those of you who have seen the birth of a child, have you not been filled with wonder? Have you not felt your heart move inside your chest? Have you not heard the cry of a baby and felt moved to tears yourself? Have you not seen the first steps of a child and felt the triumph and the joy that that child feels at such a phenomenal experience as being able to 
carry yourself across a room for the first time, it touches my heart as well. I've watched you over the eons as you evolve, as you shift and grow, change, as you respond to the energies of the universe washing across your planet. As you learn, little by little, to hear the voice of your Mother, Father, God, to feel the loving presence of Sananda and the other masters who come to help, who come to teach, and who come to love you. You have accepted the challenge not only a challenge that was assigned to you no this is a challenge you designed you humankind those angry passionate tearful loving, creative, noisy beings that you are. Sometimes you scratch and fight. Sometimes you plead. Sometimes you love each other with such passion that it fills the universe with light. You are wondrous creatures. And it has taken you eons to learn to manage and control those powerful feelings that are inherent in your makeup. The tigers, the lions have nothing on you. the gorilla, the hyena, the cobra. None of them have the passion and the power that humans do. It's also what makes you so troublesome because you do have a difficulty, let's call it that, and that is your tendency to put yourselves first. You have, at times, been extremely ungrateful for the heroic work of your mother, Gaia, She has supported and sustained you through, you call it, thick and thin. She has sustained you, fed you, clothed you, and cared for you. And what do you do? You drop your cigarette butt and crush it under your heel. On her skin. 
you devise drills and jackhammers and burrowing instruments that cut into her body miles deep. This is barbaric. You call it technology. We call it murder. Yes, sometimes you are thoughtless. Sometimes when you talk to your own children, you're cruel. Sometimes when you talk to the one you love, you say terrible things. And then later you say, oh, I didn't mean that. It is painful to see. You do have work to do to control these feelings, to manage them. And we're not pulling any punches, as you say. We're describing what we see because this is the way you learn. You do have wonderful intelligence, and the combination of your intelligence and your emotion is, well, what could we call it? It is unique in the universe. Are you surprised to hear that? It's true. You are unique in the universe. You might say you are a cosmic experiment. Yes, we experiment. All of us experiment. You have people there trying to make, to clone various beings. Well, you do it very badly and without real concern for the consequences. But there have been many from across the galaxies who came to contribute their DNA to your development purposefully as progenitors, as cousins, as those who could see they had something in their genetic makeup that would benefit you that would help you along the way? There have been several. You are not. Jump. You did not jump straight from apes into being humans. Of course not. That would be ridiculous. Things are not accidental. And you have, at times, decided to evolve yourselves or there have been those who've decided that they should create new beings on your planet, well, that has happened. But now you are who you are. You are the beings of great creativity 
And it is that combination of your intelligence and your feelings that is your power. And it is also your difficulty. The part of yourselves that you need to balance. You're trying. You're working at it. There is a balance point in the center of your brain. It is the work that Catherine teaches to find that place in the center of your brain. And when you do, you will hear our voices. You will feel our love and you will know how to balance and how to become the brilliant combination of qualities that you were designed to be. Be patient. Be patient. Learn. Perseverance. Fortitude. Forbearance. Compassion. And above all, be truthful. Be truthful with yourselves foremost. And be truthful with each other. Do not pretend you are more highly evolved than you are. You are loved just as you are. And you're learning. And now, thank you for being there. Thanking, thank you for making this possible. <clears throat> I am delighted to be speaking with you, dear ones. And now I turn you back to your dear Anne and Catherine, and they will answer your questions. Good night, dear ones. Good night, Prime Creator. And um, thank you from each of those who are listening now and those who will soon be listening to learn more about ourselves and what our position is, what what we came here to do, and what we came here to learn and came here to be. Um, as you said, it didn't happen by accident. We chose to be here, and uh, we're grateful for the guidance that you and Sananda and Mother, Father, God have given us today. Um, I've given Catherine a little time to um, bring herself back to her own frequency, and uh, Catherine, I see we have yeah. six people here with questions. Uh, how are you doing? I'm I'm amazed. Um, I think I want to share with everyone. I this is really challenging. Um, I was a, a bit blown away by the idea of telling Prime Creator 
but and I I don't really remember what was said. I do know that the tears are pouring down my cheeks as I was talking. It was a very moving experience, apparently for Prime Creator, but for me too. Um, it's it's a powerful thing what we're doing here. I don't understand it. I don't know how this works or how it happens. But I'm honored to be here. So let's see what questions we have. All right. Go ahead, Anne. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'm going to try to pick the person who has waited the longest and we'll work our way uh, along. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. opening the line right now for area code 310. And uh, your line is open. Your last four numbers are 1689. And uh, we would like to know your name and where you're calling from. Hello, Anne. Hello, Catherine. This is Dennis Watts from Torrance, California. Well, hi, Dennis. Oh, how are you today? (laughs) It's nice to have you on the call, Dennis. And uh, I'm sure you're aware that the questions should be yes. (laughs) <laughs> Go right ahead with your question, Dennis. This was very powerful. I was I am in the process of working on a project up and around Clear Lake, California. They have extreme pollution going on in this large lake, one of the oldest lakes in America, is what they believe. Mm. And um, one of the things that uh, some of the scientists that I'm working with believe is that we have access to something called original water or primary water. And they believe that it is practically an endless source of fresh water that can be brought to the surface. But of course we have to dig anywhere from two to three to four hundred feet to get access to this what they call original water or primary water. And I wanted to know is it really true that the earth has the ability to generate and create water deep within the earth? That's the first question because I want to be able to prove that to the scientists so that we can stop the scare tactics for all the drought and the accelerated uh, evaporation of water on the surface, the fresh water on the surface. If we can access this water anywhere, we can pretty much stop droughts and people can still flourish with their farms, their agriculture, and other things that we need to have a more pleasant life that we can thrive in the energy of creation, which was with greater ease. And uh, I was wondering if mm-hmm. the question is, this prime uh, water or original water deep within the mantle, is the earth responsible for actually generating water from scratch deep within the earth? Is that true? That's what I'm hearing, but I'm only going by what I hear. But what does the Creator say? What does Jesus say? What does Mother, Father, God say? How do do they think and feel about that? Wow, what an interesting question, Dennis. This is Catherine, and I, I suspect that this is the question from Mother Gaia. However... Um, and we might invite Mother Gaia to come at another time. Um, but I think you can probably get a general answer for this. General is fine. Um, I, 
want to get an ID mm-hmm. if I'm working along the lines of truth or is this something that mm-hmm. somebody made up because I'd never heard this concept before. But it's very exciting because that really shows and gives us a lot of hope for the future of our children and grandchildren to have a plentiful water supply and mm-hmm. not and it not be evaporated off the planet at accelerated rates like what we're seeing today. Well, let's ask Mother, Father, God to answer okay. this question. I'm getting the feeling that that's who um, would like to answer this. All right. This also is a complex question, Dennis. The answer is yes and no. That's Mother Earth is Yes, Mother Earth is capable of creating water as you described. Okay. However, there are limits. She is not an enormous planet. You are a large population. Think of it this way. A nursing mother is capable of creating the milk that her child needs. From the point of view of a child, it is an endless supply. From the point of the mother, it's not exactly an endless supply, although it is created out of nothing. Mm -hmm. and will continue as long as the child needs it. But we do not ask that a mother, generally, nurse eight or 20 children at once. Mm -hmm. We do not ask that, we do not expect that the milk will be wasted. So... With that analogy in mind, yes, Earth can create water. And yes, if it were carefully used, not with the reckless and careless agricultural techniques that are used now, where enormous stretches of Earth will be turned into crops, all the same crop for miles on end. This is reckless, and it destroys the quality of the earth. The use of pesticides and fertilizers have destroyed the fertility of the earth. No amount of water can bring that back. Okay. There will be needed completely different uses of land. It will be required that most people have their own gardens. Most people learn to protect, to cultivate, to respect the surface of the earth to nurture Mother Earth as she has nurtured you. Mm -hmm. 
it cannot be pumped out and spread across the surface of the earth as your large farms would like to do. They would like to use it all up because Mm -hmm. it's profitable to them. As long as there is a profit in the company that is making, that is growing the food, you will have inferior food. Just as as long as there is a profit in running a hospital, you will have poor medical care. Mm Mm-hmm. That I understand. Only when people understand that food is not a commodity to be sold. It is a right for everyone on the planet to be shared equally. Then people will learn to use the water carefully, to grow the plants with care and with love. Mm-hmm. And they will flourish. And there will be plenty. So that's the basic idea, is to grow smaller, use lots of variety. The water is mm-hmm. there. want to use it in small amounts. Do not think in terms of large uh, corporate multinationals tying into and doing this all over the place. That would be disastrous, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. It would destroy... Very good. Destroy the production of food completely. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much because I'm in the process now of setting up some agricultural experiments to demonstrate how this water works with various plants, with certain treatments and things of that sort. And this kind of information is going to be vital because once we finish the experiment, we want to then use webinars like Ann is doing to show people and teach people how to do their own gardens anywhere. And if we can now, the question, next question, Wonderful. of course, is it possible? Is it does it cause harm to the earth to dig these small wells for individual use? Does small that wells. Not okay. If can we add, get permission from the earth to do that successfully without causing any hurt, harm, or danger? Indeed, you are All on right. the right track. All it right, is Gaia. You. Who will give her permission. Okay. All right. And that must yes. be asked. Okay. All we do is ask and and keep the spirit of greed away from it, and we're good. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yes, indeed. Okay. Beautiful. I think I understand. I appreciate your insight and your wisdom. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Anne, for holding this oh. space and facility. You're you're very welcome. It's my honor. And thank you for such a forward-looking question, Dennis. I'm going to go ahead now and, and close your line. Okay. And thank um, you. you're welcome. Thank you for a- the question. Um, Catherine, we had a, a request by someone who had a question last week that somehow uh, the answer did not come forward. It, we got off on another subject. I'd like to ask that question on behalf of
can uh, I'm going to see if someone can hear me. This is Anne. Uh, both cap the line was full and over full, and we both got uh, off of the line. Now I see someone's and open. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. It's Catherine, I just called in as a guest. <laughs> oh, is that because, you? One eight six three. Okay, fantastic. So okay. I think we still have some people on the line. We still have some listeners. Apologize for that, folks. Don't know what happened. We were both bumped off. Mm-hmm. As soon as I uh, closed Dennis's line, it happened. Um, Catherine, um, we had a request from one of last week's listeners, and I was voicing that request uh, to understand um, that there is going to be a point in time when um, Mother Earth, Gaia, is going to need us to get out of the way while she does a little house cleaning and uh, clears and heals herself. And uh, we will uh, move from the surface of the earth uh, to other places, many to inner and hollow earth, others back up to our ships um, or or to the ships of visiting star families. The question is, as we move on in this ascension process, what will happen to our little uh, animal children that we love so much, our pets? Uh, can anyone give us any idea of how they will, can they accompany us? You want to ask Mother, Father, God that? Yes, I think okay. a lot of people are very concerned about that. All right, let's ask. This is Mother God. Of course, children, you love your little pets, your animals. We would not separate you. You are, you love your little animals, your big animals, your animal friends. We are not cruel. You know, we we support love. <laughs> we are love. We love the animals too. They will be cared for. They will be with you. It's not something you need to worry about. And we even wonder why you would even imagine such a thing. Of course you won't be separated from those you love. Um, Let us explain. Prime Creator described something to you in in one of of the um, blogs that there is I'm just wondering were we we've discussed this I know it's in one of the blogs I've forgotten now which one of us told you this there are what you would call glass floors you're familiar with the term of the glass ceiling Mm -hmm. well in the higher dimensions it's a glass floor. So those of you who have ascended to higher dimensions can always make contact with those who haven't yet reached the level you have. And you know in higher dimensions, travel is instantaneous. So if you want to pet your little animal, you can be with your animal in 
the blink of an eye. So, of course, the same with your brothers, your children, your spouses, your friends. They will be at your fingertips much more easily than now. So, don't worry, children. It will all be easy. Much easier than it is now. Did I answer your question? Yes, we're very grateful. Very grateful for this reassurance. And I'm sure it will all fall perfectly into place as we uh, enter the higher dimensions and have better understanding ourselves. Thank you, Mother, Father, God. And uh, Catherine, um, shall we go on? Let's see. We still. Oh, we only have one minute left. Um, oh my! Catherine? Yes. Um, awfully sorry. We missed part of our part of our broadcast tonight. We we overfilled. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is the problem. Maybe we need a bigger a yeah. bigger board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were plump when it hits fifty. Um, it, it must bump us off when there's any movement at all. But uh, I do want to remind people, Catherine, of your website, which is who needs light dot com uh, dot org o r g who needs light dot org, and uh, this is the time to be aware of all these wonderful teachings that are there from the very beginning, um, that and, and to learn how this all began. Many of us just once we began, we couldn't let go. We had to hear the whole story, <laughs> and that will be a book one day. So I don't expect I'll leave that on the website forever but because it's it's becoming longer and longer. But eventually it will be a book and will be available to everyone. So I think it's time for us to say good night. Good night, Anne. Good night, Catherine. <laughs> good there night, go. everyone. Okay, we're we're off. Okay. okay. I'm going to end the episode now. So okay. good night all. <laughs>